0: Welcome from the Music City Center, Nashville, Tennessee. We're here at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS dedicated event in the world. This is EMS World Presents, stories from Expo. Your story continues here. I'm Aaron Gutzman and this is EMS Garage podcast slash EMS World podcast. We're here in Nashville at uh, the EMS World Expo. Um, You know, I didn't get your name.
1: My name is Morton.
0: Morton. Nice. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, you're giving a speech, or you spoke yesterday. Yeah, we had a, a pre-course yesterday, a whole day course, uh, okay. eight-hour course, in uh, lecturing about teaching and teaching in EMS.
0: Um, and what's the, give me the elevator pitch then, the, uh, what's the nuts and bolts? Uh,
1: the elevator pitch for the whole course, te- teaching course, is that we have an idea that there is, um, it's time to change the whole aspect of how we teach and develop. Teachers and learners within EMS. So uh, the teaching corp is a cooperation of people that is passionate about teaching within emergency medicine. And this time was the first time we did a special EMS teaching course where everything was designed only for EMS and focused on the areas and around EMS.
0: Okay. So let me ask you: um, Is there something we're doing wrong? Like, can you is there one thing you're like, everyone's got to fix this, or is it? It's kind of a misguided approach in general. Uh,
1: That would be rude because there's a lot of people that's been doing great things over the last, like, many decades. But there is one general thing that we can say, and that is that we don't put enough resources into educating our educators. We kind of have an idea that if you're a good medic and you've been doing it for a while, you can precept. Right, yeah. And that's kind of, like, the main thing we focus on, that we need to educate our educators better. And I can even add on that we... Probably need to educate our learners to be better learners,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we can get um, better results and more learning outcomes.
0: Oh, I absolutely agree. I feel like they, there's a huge emphasis placed on, oh, you're a paramedic. We need to you you need you need to be a paramedic, but nobody ever says you also need a teaching degree, or and in, in, obviously for educators in within the system that might be overkill. But it is always interesting to me that. That's all take you got your paramedic certification you're good to go
1: yeah and and uh, being a great paramedic is fantastic but there's just no linear line between being a great paramedic and being a great great educator that's just yeah. two different things uh, so if we can improve people within the scope of, of teaching and learning uh, we could probably get more out of the resources we have and we can just get better providers so that's the whole essence of, of the teaching core it's uh, going out and giving people that like to teach yeah. the tools to develop develop a better program and just be better educators. So that's, uh, that's the elevator pitch and uh, general consensus of it.
0: Okay, um, what do you think about, you, you had said feedback as well, um, feedback to clinicians in terms of QI like, uh, or uh, in terms of education? The or? topic
1: that I spoke on uh, yesterday was uh, creating a feedback culture yeah. and the tools for giving good feedback. Okay. And uh, one of the main things we focused on is that there's the one a paper that came out uh, not too long ago that spoke about creating uh, a culture within your department uh, and creating what's called an educational alliance. So you have your educator and you have your learner and we need to make the educator know that they need to break down the barriers between the learner and the educator early in the shift or early in the program because if you break down that relationship between the two, so they don't have this, there's something they call credibility judgment. Mm-hmm. So people that has to learn for something that they look up to have this this weird sense of being like Europe here, I am all the way down here. So there's a unbalanced relationship between the learner and the educator. So if you can go down and break down those barriers by creating an alliance where. I go down and say, hi, my name is Morten, I'm from Denmark, where are you from, oh, where did you go to school, did you have to move here to do your rotation, or, yeah. oh, do you play soccer, do you play football, are you a baseball guy, yeah. are you married, do you have kids? If you start out, your shift is those kind of things, you have the potential of breaking down the barriers that make you trust me even more, so when we go down the line and I need to give you feedback, you don't have that, that scary look in your face when I approach you to give you constructive feedback, because... You trust me. I'm like, we're equals. Yeah, yeah. So that's the the whole thing. Create an educational alliance so there is a trust between the educator and the
0: learner. Do you think breaking down that barrier would also... So obviously in EMS or medical in general, there is a tendency sometimes to kind of eat your young. Yeah. Right? So would breaking down that barrier also help the instructor kind of come back? You know, come back. you're coming together rather, you know, so then the instructor is not going to want to see you fail they want to see you succeed
1: Uh. yeah it's a matter of also learning the educator to remember that that educating is also a process of you getting better at educating and learning more within your own scope Mm -hmm. as you go down the line Mm -hmm. and uh, so so I have a tendency in my program to ask my learners so what do you think yeah what do you think is wrong with this patient and sometimes I really don't know it (laughs) so I don't have the answer to the question yeah so I'm, I'm kind of like creating a, uh, an environment where it's okay to not know stuff oh yeah so i want them to give me what their viewpoints of the patient's like condition are and maybe ask them later on so what's the plan what's the plan that you can lay down for this patient yeah and i will say i completely agree or oh maybe i have an input here and there and let's mix it together and make a joint plan for the patient instead of it being i have to uh agree on your plan and you kind of like feel like you're being tested on the plan oh yeah so so I would I would prefer that and that would also be a humble thing for the educator to to actually be honest and say I don't have the answer to everything yeah of course I don't
0: and I think that's a good way I I like that take because oftentimes scenarios are based on an educators real life experience yeah but it's important to know that not every call you're not training you're not training your your uh, staff to handle that one call you did last week. No, no. So you have to generalize it. I, I like that take. I like that approach.
1: There is an expression that is used uh, commonly within healthcare when you say that someone is teaching out of what we call anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. So so sometimes you, when you precept, you need to remember that there's a huge difference between your anecdotal evidence, what is in your basket, in your backpack mm-hmm. of previous runs and, and experience, and what is actual the... The hardcore evidence for what we do and these two things have to be fused smoothly together so we we, we like use the experience and the uh, the stuff we have in our backpack but also remember that that anecdotal evidence is not the right way to treat the patient yeah so yeah
0: if if you have uh if you could if, if ems educators could take one thing away what, what would your kind of your parting word be for
1: uh, if I can say it about feedback, there's four things you need to remember when giving feedback. That is, is the feedback actually necessary or are you doing it for your own sake to get it off your chest, mm-hmm. not for the learner's sake? Then you need to ask yourself, is this the right time? It's not always the right time straight after a run or straight after something went wrong. Yeah. So the third thing is consider if it's the right place. If it's in EMS, it's not always the right place behind the ambulance at the emergency department where there's five other colleagues listening to the feedback. Yep. And the fourth and last thing is, am I as an educator in my right frame of mind? And also, are the students in the right frame of mind to receive the feedback right now? So if I can give all educators those four things to think about every time they have to give feedback, yep. I think the process of receiving feedback would be a lot better.
0: Right on. Well, I think you're in the right place. Uh- EMS World Expo is all about education and, and uh, informed education, getting EMS into better, uh, better care. Um, I'm Aaron Gutzman, and this is EMS World podcast in conjunction with EMS Garage. Um, for more information, check out the channel.